Lads, we're back. It's been a little bit of a while, um, a couple of weeks off, but we've actually got football to talk to tonight. Talk through tonight, should I say. Callum, Ross are with me for the Edinburgh Football Podcast. And like I've said, we've got football back, Callum. Happy? Um, ish. Aye. I think um, football back, but the, the whole watching it uh, via the stream system and everything is, is odd, to say the least. Um, aye. I don't know. I've never been a fan of watching football in the house, so... But... It's, it's at least nice to have Scottish football back, yes. And Ross, presumably you're still not really that bothered because... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can tell me. It's, it's a long type of Scottish football for me, but okay, it helps with the podcast, so I'm quite happy to string along. <laughs> okay, so tonight, tight agenda. We'll start with Hibs. We're going to speak Hearts, Ember City, and then on to the Lone League to finish. So, we'll start with Hibs then. Callum and... Uh, I'll go to you first Before we speak about the game at the weekend The first game of the season We'll speak about the three new signings Callum So th- three players came in over the past couple of weeks um, yeah. One probably surprising in, in Dre Wright uh, One makes sense with regards to defensive midfield player in Gogic And one we probably expected with, with Kevin Nisbet So what's your take on all three Callum? You've seen them in action uh, you know, already But as a Hibs fan in general for their future Hibs careers, how are you feeling? Um, I don't know, Dre Wright, I don't know, um, it's not exactly the name that the ever like, you know, there's no, I, I wasn't like rushing down to the club shop to get his name on the back of my strip or anything like that, you know? <laughs> uh, just, oh, he's no, he's no bigger than mama, you know. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> no bigger than mama, that's, that's for sure, but I mean, I think, um, probably agree actually you know I think I think Dre Wright uh, I see that as a squad player I'd be concerned right now if that's going to be maybe a future replacement for Martin Boyle because I don't think he's that level from what I've seen but of course we're, we're, I mean I'm, I'm going to be honest I'd never heard of him at St Johnston he wasn't you know the only player I'd really heard of at St Johnston was the boy McCann really uh, that really impressed me um, so time will tell on Dre Wright Gogic I haven't seen him on Saturday Callum Ross, I know you've seen highlights as well, but it seems to make a little bit more sense. I, th- I think he's actually a lot better than I thought he might be. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I,
<laughs> in terms, he seems a lot. You know, I just thought he was literally going to be a stopper, but he seems to try and get forward as well. He had that header that just went wide, of the He's of the a lot post. More mobile than I, yeah. Than, um, I remember him being. Yeah. Uh, if I'm honest. Agreed. I, Playing Hamilton last year, I just remember everyone hated him in the in the in the stand because he just kicks people. So you know, a hundred percent what you need at times. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he impressed me. I would say. Yeah. Good signing. And I think this bit, you know, everyone keeps comparing him. Can he be another Shankland? Well, you know, they're both unproven at, at this level, so it might be. But you know, he could go. We in a we in a we uh, beyond Shankland, but we'll never know. I think it's a good sign, and I like I like the look in this. But um, I just felt it was very isolated on on Saturday. Um, so the game then, Callum, first game of the season, two one win over Killy. Um, it looked like it was going to be a, a rout after four minutes when when Martin Boyle takes the lead. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think Martin Boyle was Ninety seconds, uh, ball into the box, and Hibbs just watched as it came through. And realistically, the boy McKenzie should have should have done better at the back post. I think Kelly really should have taken the lead, but Hibbs get an absolute gift for the first goal. You know what is the goalie doing? Um, I mean, for those in camp, speaking speaking from experience as a a keeper that's made howler after howler. Um, <laughs> Never once, or maybe because I probably couldn't get up to the speed that he charged. I thought you were talking about Stubby. <laughs> well, he's had a few hours and all, but um, <laughs> never once did I charge out of the area like that. But I just, um, we rushed the blood to the head, but, you know, hips on hand to take advantage. But I think hips started to, as soon as they got the goal, sit back and just almost happy to defend it. And then. The second goal, again, Scott Allen does, that's the only thing he did in the game, really, um, but that's, that's, you know that's what you're going to get with Scott Allen, you know, 85 minutes to nothing and five minutes to, wow, who knows, uh, good finish from Boyle, but after that I thought Hibs were very content, I mean, in the second half I can't remember Rogers having a safe to make and cons with Ed's performance and there's there's definitely more that is required from them, I would say. Yeah, Ross, you've watched the well watched parts of the, the game back. From from your from your point of view, Ross, what, what what's your take from Saturday? Um I probably agree with Calm's thought on that they should have scored early on. I think it was uh, Kabamba, the boy up front for Kelly Mr. Honkin sitter. Um, I don't know as much as it seemed at the start it was going to be a convincing runaway win for Hibs from looking at the highlights I think they've still got a lot of frailties there uh, with different things so you've got the first one they've obviously set the first goal I don't know it was you could have the Benny Hill tune going on for that highlight <laughs> the amount of mistakes that were in it for the Killy They've got the boy Eastwood in goals, uh, signed on loan for, on Thursday. I think it was Sheffield United. God knows why they've started him it was. in the first place. Don't know why they've started him, because he's only had maybe one or two training sessions where the boy Rogers has been in throughout all the pre-season games. That was an interesting one. He's obviously made a howler there. Good finish for Martin Boyle, though. He can't take that past him. He's still got a lot to do once he gets past him, the, the keeper. So, 
That's off the track. Second goal. <laughs> Once again, I don't know what the midfielders are doing in the middle. They've run into each other. And then Hibs are still forward. Second, I, I'd like to see a defender getting a wee bit closer to Boyle. So to put him under a wee bit more pressure, I think he had more time to kind of pinpoint where he wanted to have that shot and get away. You know, I, I mean, I think when we were texting during the game, Callum, you know, and Hanlon, Hanlon defends, you know, on the main, he defends well, Callum, but my concern about Hanlon is that, yeah, he, okay, he wins headers, Callum, but they, invariably, he never seems to get enough on them, and it, this command that we're picking up every single second ball of, of Hanlon's clearances, he never seems to really clear his lines, he sort of half clears a lot of things, doesn't he? To be fair, I think, I mean, Kamarnik were playing like Stam Allardyce's Bolton. Um, they were picking up every second ball, regardless of who was cleaning it. I thought um, their work off the ball was brilliant to get themselves into the position. But if I'm honest, Kamarnik were poor. You know, Marciano's um, biggest save of the day was from Paul Hanlon. <laughs> you know, let's, let's be honest, Kamarnik uh, were. Um, solid enough at the back. Uh, they're, they're strong in midfield. You know what you're going to get from Alan Power in there. But for me, absolutely powder puff up front. And yeah, I thought I thought I thought Kelly were quite. They were quite pleasant on the eye from between the two boxes, but uh, they had no no threat uh, in 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 the final third really. Um, it was an interesting one with playing that Kabamba. I thought. Um, what was it Big Bird Wolf called again? Brophy. I think he's come back from an injury, Ross, to be fair. But, is he? Ah, yeah. right, that makes sense. Um, I don't, that Kilty looked like he was creating a lot of their chances. And then he got uh, hooked. Alan's first tried to sign him a few years ago. Uh, yeah. So we'll see then. Uh, so when the only thing I want is the last two points here, Callum. Uh, the Kilmarnock goal, Marciano, positioning, poor, isn't it? on the podcast quite a few times how keepers putting a wall up when you know that's 30 yards out etc invites the attacker to shoot you know uh, Chris Buck could only really put it in one place with that sort of strike and score and I think you know take nothing away from him um, you know he's pushing 85 and he's still able to score fantastic goals and I think but I think, I think it's possibly harsh to say Marcelo because he's not he's not expecting it, but he is, he is too central. Um, yep. He's got he's got the wall up there, but he's still you know 
I think it's me. I think for me, he's just he's just maybe one or two steps too far to the centre of his goal. Because, uh, like you say, I think he had a three or four man wall already. So, you know, if you're going to stand in your centre of your goal, then don't have a wall. But anyway, um, last point. I don't think Hibbs would have held onto that win if there was if there was fans in the ground. And that's what I'm. That, that's my point. I just think that Hibbs would have. Yeah, right. I just think these tend to get on their backs a bit, just could, like us. Oh, that's fine, Julie. Yeah, you know, a carbon copy. I think Hibs had a very similar game against Kilmarnock last season. Calm was at two 0 up, and then I think it was two 0 up. Is that right? And then the boy, the, the Italian, the Italian lad, was it? Uh, the guy on loan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely shooting for the moon if you think I can remember his name yeah but he scored um, he scored in the last game it, it, was a, it was a shocker it was a shocker I mean Hibs last year there was um, what was it nine times Hibs surrendered uh, a lead you know like Ross County 2 a lot finished 2 each Kilmarnock uh, you know so it, it was it was commonplace for Hibs last year almost I think um, yeah. and it's, you can still you can still see a lot of that within the squad um, yeah. Yeah. and you know there definitely would have been, you know, there was a few errant passings, etc., where there would have been absolute howls from the from the stand to just be like, um, "What are you doing?" I mean, let's be honest, like guys, guys that just signed would be written off already. I mean, enough <laughs> have done that would be right, but still, um, at least I wouldn't have shouted that at on in the in the at the game. Yeah. Uh, I think. The only thing that really annoyed me about the, the TV thing was I just think the commentator's absolutely awful. Eh? Like, he <laughs> got, got Ryan Poches mixed up with Josh Doig and someone else, and I was like, oh, Gogic. And I was like, well, one's bald, one has hair. <laughs> I, could, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite believe what, and then, and then he, um, I know that Hibs, the Twitter account gets a lot of abuse for constantly uh, going on about John McGinn, but for the commentator in the game to also think that he's still at Easter Road, because um, <laughs> there was a few times that Paul was called John, and I thought to myself, come on, hey, it's the first game of the season, let's, let's be as well, quick exactly as possible. Oh, it doesn't matter, they can both play football. Um, <laughs> And I just think, um, I like all that's gone into it. There should be a bit of product there. You know, Tom McMahon is talking about Kelly fans. And you're just like, there's, there's no fans in the ground. <laughs> I was right. He said, I was, I was right. He said the, the Kelly fans won't be happy. The, uh, was it? Kelly fans won't be happy with that challenge. It's like, well, that was like Kelly fans. But he said something like, but the Kelly fans behind the goal aren't going to be happy with that. And it's like there isn't well, any. <laughs> Anyway, it's good. It's good to talk about football again. Um, Camberry, Callum has, has moved. It looks like the the deal is done. Um, St. Gallen, about 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 a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand. Is that what's quoted? Um, so surely, surely that that money goes towards another 
another player or two maybe Callum or do you think that goes into the into the bank to, to help the club through But Jackson's still there, Callum. Jackson, Porteous, Hanlon. You know, there's there's still players there. Yeah, I think I, I think I really like a defender. Maybe maybe they're centre midfield player as well. A real box well, to. It's definitely, it, it's definitely another midfielder. Um, Greg Docherty is the one that's yeah. been rumoured throughout. He didn't even make the bench for Rangers at the weekend. I think that um, it should be doing everything in their power to get him back um, on a permanent deal. Uh, never mind this loan nonsense. Yeah. I think um, it's definitely need him. Uh, a real box, yeah, a real box to box type because they've got kind of playmakers with Allen and Malin. We've got a stopper yeah, with I mean, Gogic, the but fact, the fact that you've got Gogic in there, he'll happily just sit and kick folks. So need someone that will once the ball, you know, like when when Bartley was sitting there, you had McGinn to do all the legwork, and you know Allen that would just or McGear that would provide the quality. So Allen's there, you've got Gogic as Bartley, and you need. You need someone to do the donkey work that John McGinn did. You know, yeah, he was, agreed. He was, every blade of grass was covered. You know, yeah, so. agreed, agreed. Right, Livingston this weekend then, Calm. Um, it's not been the, the easiest of venues for Hibs. I know we were at a, a game together where Hibs came through 2-1, but Hibs have found it... Hibs, <laughs> Hibs have... Sorry. Uh, Hibs have found it... Hibs have found it tough through there. Um, I think everyone's found it tough through there. Yeah, um, yeah. They've not won. They've not. I think they've not won on grass, Callum, in almost a year. So away from home, Livingston. Are, yeah, Livingston are not a good away from home, but they're they're a, they're a different a different animal at uh, the Tony mm-hmm. Mac, aren't they? So. Um, the spaghetti. Had, that was actually. I in Livingston the other day, but uh, that's. They've they've lost a lot of players this season as well. The boy Pittman's alright as well. I quite like the boy Pittman. Yeah, so I think I think that they've got they've got a couple of 
quality players there. Um, they've got the boy McCrory on loan from Rangers, who's a really good keeper. So I think I think Livingston will be safe, but whether they hit the heights of fifth like they did last year, that's that's another question. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so if you were to result wise, what are you thinking? A wee win? Um, no. Like no, I just can't see Hibs going there and putting the performance in. Uh, one all draw. Hmm. Yeah, what about you, Ross? What do you think? See, I think I think Hibs will do it. I think I'm going for a three-one Hibs. Comfortable. That is far too bold. Who yeah. are you trying to suck up to on this? <laughs> no, no, I tell you, that's <laughs> I've got to back up my point. I, I generally think Livingston will struggle massively this year. Mm. Callum, you'll have no, you'll have no. Uh, well, what do you think I'd go for? Favorite score. Oh, Correct, two-two. That's what I think it will be. Um, right on to Hearts. Then they're. We'll start with Ross. Then they're back to training. Um, God, they like they like hanging about Craig Gordon, don't they, on the old uh, social media? Um, <laughs> But nice to see the nice to see the club back on the uh, back on the training pitch, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the main thing for me, we're looking at Instagram as much as you say they've been kind of framing around Craig Gordon a lot. Uh, he is the only signing we've made so far, but you can understand it. But it's good to see a couple of the old faces back. Gobera back training. Uh, Ollie Lee, different like Cochran, um, McDonald, different oh, yeah, players. Yeah, concentrate. So. Yeah, concentrate on on football matters now. You know, you know what league you're in. Yeah. You can just put all that behind you, hopefully, and move on. Um, like you, like you say, few players coming back in the fold. Ollie Lee, uh, I've seen. Uh, you know, Haring is back. Um, what's your thoughts on these guys? I, you know, I, do you think they can really make a a name for themselves, sort of thing at, at Hearts? Can you see them having a real future? Um, I know Hanning's very liked. Me personally, I know we spoke in the podcast a lot about him, Callum. I, I, I've never, I've never, I've never, I've never been convinced by Haring. I, I don't know. I feel it's a bit limited, me personally. But Ross, I know you've probably seen a lot more of him. Yeah, I think he's one of these players that does the, he does the job that no one wants to do, and he doesn't get much credit for it. I think he does it a lot of it. It's not as well publicised as like a playmaker or a tenant like that, but the games that he's been in and he's switched on makes a difference for us at times. He'll run, he'll run it for a centre, like a defensive mid, same what you're saying with a goal That's what Hearts need at times, it's just a boy to sit there mm. and control it from that midfield to help the defence out, which we've been lacking for a lot of times. Uh, in terms of the, the other players that are coming back in, I think for a lot of them I, I see it's just a chance for Neil to have a loop over and then they'll be out the door again. I think Ollie Lee did did Ollie Lee not do quite well down south. I think was it I can't remember who exactly yeah, who was on Gillingham, Gillingham yeah. Gillingham, yeah. Yeah, I think it was quite baited down there from looking at what a couple of fans were saying on Twitter and stuff like that. But 
as you say, I think these boys will be putting themselves back in the shop window. Mm. You look at Bobby Barnes, the boy that was out on Mona down in Australia. Uh, he's you mean Bobby Barnes? Aye, Bobby Barnes. Did I say Bobby Barr? Mm-hmm. Bobby Barr. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Bobby Barnes, he went out to Australia. He's signed for Barrow, I think it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. managed by David Dunn. David Dunn with the, the infamous... Soccer M legend. I I think you'll end up you'll see a lot of these players doing that. Um it's what we were saying just beforehand with Sean Clare agreeing a move to Oxford. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Are you sad about that or not too fussed? Nah, not a not a miss for me. In fairness, he's I think when he first came in he was a boo boy. Um everyone was on his back. I don't think he knew or anyone else at Hearts knew what his actual position was. He revitalised himself at under Stengler's right back place. That's not a perfect position. It's not a right back. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always really, really concerned when, when players come in up to Scotland and they, they think they're just going to coast it, and they think that they talk about how they've turned down moves to. Pre- I've turned down Premier League moves to come here and and uh, the boy was it the boy Donis um, yeah that, that you know you know Scottish football is a hard hard level for you know it's a hard hard league to play in you get no team with the ball it's physical it's fast paced um, I agree with you I, I can't see Sean Clare being a miss for Hearts I really can't um, now Nielsen said he's prioritising wide men. Uh, disappointed that missed out on Sam Nicholson? Yes. Uh, I think there's a lot of fans that are probably thinking on the way that we're just getting the old boys back in and we're doing it. But Hearts know what we're getting with him. And he's done it and he's done it before. So he's good at what he does. I think he, it was the Bristol Rovers or something he signed for. Yeah. He'll get more money down there. So I don't blame him for looking at that. Um I think it was probably more a comfortability thing. I think we've got on loan a guy, a trial from Motherwell. Well, he was at Motherwell a couple of years ago. Elliot, yeah. Remember him much, Callum? Do you remember him at all, Callum? Um, yes, uh, but not exactly brilliant. I mean, Motherwell, um, you know, they're the media darlings and everything, but let's be honest, they have one good season every 10, and everyone always talks about how bigger club they are and how good they are and it's like come on sit down um, I think he was part of a Motherwell team that weren't exactly doing well I don't I don't know you know different managers might be able to get more out of him but he wasn't exactly outstanding um, at, at Motherwell I think it was like 14 goals and 8 assists or 14 assists and 8 goals or Roughly those numbers in two seasons, which um, sort of play right numbers at St Johnston last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, you know, there's still plenty of time until the the yeah the start of the season. Plenty of time to get. I think they'll get the money in, so they they can afford to start shopping around potentially as well. Yep.
one good goal scorer. So, you know, that's a good idea for that. would beat Dundee United. You know, that's a hundred percent absolutely. So, um, that's all scoosh the championship, but just um, it'll be interesting to see who Robbie brings in. Yeah. And well, well, the fixtures have come out, and they can make a make a statement on on day one, can't they? Because they've got, I think they're, you know, they ain't got to be Dundee and Cali are probably the two teams that'll push them the, the 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 furthest probably on 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 paper. So they can put a marker down straight away, can't they? And it's similar what they did against, similar to that uh, the championship season last time, wasn't it? I think they had was it Rangers and Hibs or something Rangers, the first Rangers away, yeah, Rangers away first game of season. Yeah. Hibs at home the next. Yeah. And, Dundee at home. He's got his. Sorry, Byers has got his glasses on the wrong eyes. He's got. <laughs> can you see what order? Can you see what order it's in? It's, it's, it's difficult it's difficult because the, the only thing you can say is that they'll I would imagine they'll, they'll, they'll play you know they're not just going to have Dundee and then Hibs you can imagine they'll have had a, some friendlies leading up to that um, the, the, but but competitive games they, they aren't they aren't going to be um, lacking match match sharpness but you know it's a, it's a, it's a cup semi-final Notoriously, Hibs don't turn up for things like that against Hearts, big games like that. You know, um, 
we'll, we'll wait and see. But I, I take your point. I, I agree with you. It probably isn't fair, but as Callum says, nothing in the past couple of months has really been fair. So, um, no, that's true. we'll see. Right, that's move on to. Just, I just want one comment on Neil Doncaster's comment about how mm. he said that he's delighted with the outcome of the arbitration. And like, Neil Doncaster might have a hard on about putting hearts down, but for a guy to take absolute delight in the fact that Stranraer and Partick Thistle have been uh, affected poorly by this just screams absolute wee guy mentality. Yeah. Sums up the guy completely, mate. Nothing more than hearts came out and said it was a mistake. Just don't say anything, eh? A, a, man, a man like that coming out and saying stuff like that about the, a national. He's a, he runs the national game for us. And he's yeah. coming out and saying stuff like that about professional football teams. What does that speak? Yeah. I just think you just, you just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Yeah. There's no need. The comment should have just been um, obviously, it's a very tough time. Unfortunately, we had to go through this. You know, there's, there's no, like, there's, for him to stand and gloat while, you know, clubs are financially worse off, which could result in um, staff losing, because like, it's always staff behind the scenes that uh, lose out. So, I think exactly. it was just, it was a class comment. On Tembera City then, and okay, it's quiet in terms of uh, in terms of well, we don't know. I'd imagine they're probably thinking about coming back to training soon, but um, as other sort of teams are, I'm not quite sure the rules for that level of football because it doesn't quite fall into sort of amateur or whatever. But um, again, can they test? I'm not sure. Anyway, they don't have their own training facility, so I don't know if they're back training or not. But they've still been a little bit busy. They've brought in a few a few bodies, some. Uh, returning to the club some really new faces so we'll sort of go through them Calm. they've first of all a, a goalkeeper they've brought in uh, I think he was briefly at City last year I think was he in yes. uh, but to be honest he's probably the, the, only, the only goalie in Scotland uh, there were so many that uh, uh, that played for him at City last year that it's so difficult uh-huh. to keep on track of them all but he comes in um, was it, it was at Hearts I think he's quite rated at Hearts as well I think Ross yeah, yeah. so you know it, it strengthens that department doesn't it it puts they've got two good goalies yeah, in there now and gives Callum Antill you know um, competition I think um, there was the uh, two years ago the, the number one jersey was basically just his uh, there was there was no one there was no one there and I think that last year obviously Tries there, there'll be 40 keepers out. They were just drawing names in a hat, and a few supporters got lucky. But um, I think it's, it's a good signing uh, in Bristol. It's, it's a tough season for them because they'll be installed as favourites uh, for League Two. And there's, there's, there's not really a name there that people can sit and go, well, um, because you look at uh, there was Cove last year Peterhead and Clyde here before so 
so you can look at them and go, well, all right, I can understand them, but I mean, City have the favourites tag now. Ember City and Queen's uh, Park. Ember City and Queen's Park, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, uh, Queen's Park, I forgot. You just forget about them, because... They've gone a bit big time. Um, I thought they were just going professional, but they've gone full-time, isn't it? Yeah, full-time, yeah. Yeah, so... And uh, they just sold hand in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. So I think they'll be decent. You don't know what you don't know what Stranrano will be like as well. You don't know what Stranrano will be like. I know they've signed they sent a few players from the Lone League last year that, that um you know, Peyton that was at East Colbride, uh, Tamor. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tamor Stranar as well. So they sent a few players but um good goal scorers and Rui Peyton and Tamor. Um always said he was BSC's big danger man. Um really really good. So that's Mason. They brought in Hamilton as well. Um, I think I played against Hamilton actually a few times. Um, when I was at City, I think it might have been at Berwick potentially at that time. If it's the same guy, um, it adds you know another body in there because I think they've lost maybe Chris Kane. I think that's right, Callum. I think he's moved on. So you know they're bringing in defenders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they brought in a rated midfielder winger type. I think probably quite similar to. Um, like handlings and Harrises as, as young Jardin. Uh, <laughs> I think I think McDonough knows him from his Hibs days, so we'll wait and see what what that's like. And then returning to the club, as I mentioned earlier, Uzi C. Um, you know I played with Uzi for for eighteen months, and there was a spell uh, in League Two where for six six to eight weeks where he was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, he was really really good, but. Again, it's just it's just injuries with Uzi, and it's that if he can just get a full season, a full season where he's fit and he's strong, then it, they've got a, a fantastic player there. It's just that can he stay fit, and hopefully he can. Um, you've got to hope that um, purely purely for himself, um, not uh, like first and foremost, you know that that he can enjoy a full season, not um, sort of. Be hampered by injuries because I think that's that's what's really hindered Edinburgh City recently. You've got injuries at key times to big players, but you know I think not so much signings coming in, but it's the fact that City have been able to keep hold of um, so many players at this stage. You know they've got the best midfielder in League Two, the Matt Laird. You know Danny Hamlin, top goal scorer, he stayed. Um, Andy Black's back to full. Uh, well. Signed on again back to full fitness. So you've like the, the guys that are in there, the sort of spine of the team. That's that's where City are going to be strong, and that's I would say as important, if not more, than the the new signings coming in. Agreed. I think they've got they've got a really really good squad. You know that we we spoke about it so many times. Uh, really good spine. You know, like Craig Thompson, Conrad Balotone, Hender, uh, Liam Henderson. Uh, McIntyre, Crane, you know, oh, Laird, you know, like you see Laird in there, and you've got Harris and Handling, and you know, I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know what's happening with um, with Blair Henderson. Not really heard anything there, but if they were able to hold on to him with Uzi C, that's that's some strike force. But we'll wait and see what happens there. But uh, if they, if they were fit and firing, um, you know, that's that's fifty goals a season. That's, yeah. 
that's almost a throwback to O'Connor and Riordan. It helps in their first spell, you know. That's, um, you know, big man, wee man. Just I know he's, he's not exactly um, small, but uh, sort of bigger guy, you know, skinny guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me, like me and you, like like me and you playing up front, Callum. Isn't it? <laughs> we would, we would absolutely smash it, definitely a big and reasonable. Correct, correct. Um, good little, um, good little start to the season for them, though, isn't it? I think it's breaking opening day, so they've. I know it's you know a couple of. Couple of months down the line, but a cow down at home, Elgin home, Stenhouse Muir away, and Stranraer at home. Yeah. Well, we'll know more about that. And he's also know more about the yeah. Than I do, but it's so difficult. Cruising. I think break it. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to cruise because oh, the five fixtures. Initially, uh, I think I think they've got a good chance to come away with 13, 13 out of fifteen. I think maybe a draw it's any other weird one um, but they should be beating Elgin and Cowden Beef at home if they're wanting to win the league um, should run as well that's a good test but breaking away like just should be comfortable yeah I mean breaking our basket case the last three years so and you know what though Cam it's so you know in Edinburgh City um, if I think back to two seasons ago if the league was 27 games, I think they probably have finished top. So it's a, it's so, so important that you get off to a good start with it being only 27 games, isn't it? So they, they've kind of got, you've got to hit the ground running. That's it. You know, if, if, if uh, COVID had hit a year earlier than City win league, um, which would have been strange. Uh But I, th- I think they've got a great chance. I think they would have gone up through the playoffs this year. I agree. I agree, I agree. Um, which everyone forgets about, isn't it? Everyone just talks about those teams getting relegated, but everyone forgets that the whole playoffs were cancelled and all these teams that could potentially have gone up that didn't go up. And oh, That's a different debate, that's a different debate. Right, on to the Lone League. And, um, well, not too much to report, really. Uh, I know Spartans are back training uh, this week, the new Astros down there, so with that, uh, with that being finished, the players can come back to training, which is good. Uh, but no new signings, really. Uh, to, to speak about there, several uh, been back training a couple of. Yeah, they, they, they spoke about them already. Um, uh, yeah. um, I know that several have been. Well, I believe that several are on the cusp of a couple. Right, so they're doing work. Work behind the scenes, so they they'll be back. They'll be back training. Uh, they are back training. Actually, been back about a week, and then Ember. Yeah, you feel for them. You feel for them. You feel for them. Yeah, and then obviously Ember Uni. I know they put a they put a tweet out yesterday saying congratulations to those that have uh, that have uh, got their grades at school and they're they're able to go to Ember Uni come come in that uh, September. Sorry, so they're they're touting for their players to sign up for the trials. So we'll wait and see what uh, what Ember Ember Uni look like. But no fixtures yet, Callum. Any idea when fixtures are coming out? I think from. October uh, to be in line with League Two. 
because that's going to be an absolute humdinger if uh, a full season can be played and we can have a look at playoffs. Uh, because I think, well, this year the only East Coast Braves have just, after having a shocker last year, have just gone, Kim, what? Nah, I've had enough of this. And they have blown everyone away so far. Um, I think basically doing what Kelly did last year when they just, you know, it was name after name, but East Kilbride have gone, they're like massive. The, some of the signings they've made, they're just uh, absolute head scratchers. You know, um, yeah, they've signed. They're signing. Yeah, they're signing very, very experienced, very experienced players, aren't they? You know, you look at the Peyton and um, Erskine. Erskine, the boy old. You know, it's just it's. Yeah. There's talk of Chris. There's talk of Chris Doolin. I seen that today. It's just. <laughs> yeah, incredible. And uh, you know, Ross has just sent a message in there, and Ross, you feel, you feel, Ross, you failed your first. You just, you just failed your first test. Your first test was to get a big name on the podcast, and uh, you, you failed. But, uh, but there we are. Right. Well, that's it. We'll wait and see from our for our for our. Uh, hopefully, we get some signings over the next couple of weeks for our for our lone league in Edinburgh City, so we can have a bit more to talk about. Because right now, um, they're kind of idle, aren't they, at this moment in time? So, um, prediction league. No, I know, I know. The um. Oh, right. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the prediction league. Really popular last season. Me, me and Callum loved loved doing it. Um, once we have. Once we have, once we have more than one team playing on a weekly basis, we'll get it started back up again. So you've got to wait till oh, till middle. The, the, the production league will will return. Yeah, but I'll start uh, start mid October. The top three, Callum. Then who's our top three starting third? Get in there! Go on! Can I just point out you absolutely hee haw for third place? I know. I'll take that. But no cigar, pal. I'll take that. In second place was David Carlich, who led at the start, but he he was second with 110 points. And this honestly gives me the fear of saying this. 110. How many weeks did he take part? <laughs> uh, we'll be back. 
It will be back. <laughs> so time will tell on that. Right, so we'll be on again next week. Hopefully there's been a few more sign-ins through the door at teams. We'll be speaking about another Hibs win. And uh, we'll do it all again. I've been Andrew. We've had Ross. We've been I had Callum. Thanks for joining us. That's been the Edinburgh Football Podcast.